people can agree on one thing. This country is awesome. Whether you're right side or left side, it's time to put it all aside and remember how amazing this country is. So sit back, pop a cold one, and grab those pork rinds. It's time for Made in America. With your host, the angry Texan himself, Gregory Parrott. Ow! Man, just coming off of a very beautiful and amazing Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And we got to golf it up. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. I golfed on Memorial Day, which was very long because I forgot it's it's the day that everybody's got off and everybody wants to go play. Uh, everybody. And was, man, it, was it really like yeah, one after had, the other? We had people in front of us, people behind us. So was, uh, there a lot of time you got to catch up on conversation waiting on the person <laughs> in front of you. And the funny thing is Keith on uh, Monday, the group that was right behind us, he knew one of the guys. He's a, a local businessman, owns, mm-hmm. owns a few businesses. and Strip uh, clubs. No, nah, it's actually a pizza <laughs> business, or I think it's Hungry Howie's or something. Anyways, nice fella. And Keith's uh, golfed with him for years. Well, Keith, every time we would be getting off the hole, that guy would be getting ready to tee off, and Keith would, you know, whatever. And then sometimes they're coming up to the tee box as we just got through teeing off, and they would razz each other. Well, finally, Keith got a Sharpie and uh, got an old ripped glove and put, you know, I forgot the guy's name, but put, Brian is a dick, and then put it on the flagstick, put it in the hole. So <laughs> That's <whatever>. awesome. <laughs> and it was a great, we were on the next tee box, and we could hear, ha, 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 oh, that was great. <laughs> so it was really cool, you know, especially when you're out there and you're playing, even if you're playing horrible golf and you run into old friends and people, you know, you're just hanging out. And Yeah. Um, God, I just, the older I get, the more I want to play golf. I know. It's so weird, man. Like, when you're young, you know, you're like tennis, Week golf week, you know where's my football and yeah, basketball? Yeah, I'm baseball. gonna I'm gonna be a pro. See, I wanted to be a pro baseball. Then player. Then you hit like 35, 40, and uh, you're like, man, you know, I I need to I need to tee it up. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it is the hardest sport I've ever played. The it funny thing really is, is, literally, we're two guys that you know, ten years ago. We would have went to the park and been like, "Yeah, hey, let's play some full court basketball. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. And now we're sitting there and you're like, do you want to walk the course? I'm like, are you insane? Yeah. <laughs> why Why would we walk the course? And, and, <laughs> Who and does in, that? In case the listeners don't know, uh, our sister, uh, our flagship station, the uh, Crying in My Car podcast, uh, there is a weight loss challenge. And I encourage anybody that's listening to this to get on the page on Facebook, uh, CIMC, uh, weight loss challenge join it with us uh, there's thousands of people have joined onto this it's insane and everybody's boosting everybody i'm eating better mm-hmm. uh, i'm trying to exercise better i'm watching what i I'm, it's hard at a restaurant too you know yeah yeah imagine but yesterday you posted a pretty good photo of you uh you know uh eating right yeah and, and that was cool i, I saw that and i was like yeah greg's yeah. getting in on it Good. i know i'm like and then today i was like craving uh red lobster and stuff all <laughs> <laughs> right but speaking going back to golf uh recently we had a big bet. I think you know. I think that the listeners have heard enough <laughs> no, about golf today. No, they. <laughs> we had a very big bet, and it's starting to catch uh, a lot of momentum. People are wanting to see us challenge each other on various different activities now. And our bet was that we, uh, the loser, had to wear whatever the winner picked out. 
and I picked out, uh, even though I barely won. <laughs> and there it is, ladies and gentlemen. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, uh, go on over to YouTube to the Angry Texan page and uh, watch this. If you're if you're listening, you get to watch this right now. And uh, so I, I, he's wearing a shirt that says Angry Texan 316. Right. A tutu that Angelina made. That it's made of uh, white and red. And uh, wrestling boots, authentic wrestling black boots that go halfway up your shin. They'd probably go all the way to my knees. Mm-hmm. And you're wearing a black luchador mask. Yeah, you know. which is just fantastic. Yeah, and whoever wrestled with that mask on, like, they are... You know what? It's it's amazing. You know what I'm thinking? Yeah. And, and maybe I'm wrong. Let me open up a new tab and look at it. Uh, do you remember the movie Stay Tuned? Um, is that the one with the uh, Christopher Reeve or, or no? Oh, dude. So I kind of look like this. I kind of look like the. Uh, uh, it's with uh, John Ritter. Yeah. Remember? Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So let me show you this. That kind of little um, uh, getup kind of looks like the uh, the devil mask that they had in the Stay Tuned Wrestlers. <laughs> like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, man, with the the horns and the flare out to the side and the eyes and everything like that. But I just thought that was funny uh, that I kind of looked like the wrestlers from Stay Tuned. Yeah. So, yeah. It's pretty cool. But, yeah. Um, Keith was cool enough to loan that to us to get this uh, awesome costume going. And, and you were a champ. You you did a very fast-paced uh, uh, podcast. And, um, <laughs> it was but it, it show the inside, long. show the the mouthpiece in the disgusting. inside. I know whoever wrestling this is a straight up like tough dude. I can smell it from here. Like, yeah. I really can smell it. And uh, this is so. This is the uh, if you're looking on YouTube, this is the inside. If you're not looking on YouTube, just just, just imagine take a, take a big whiff. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Wow. Oh man. But anyway, you wore your regular like uh, I wore a regular mask COVID underneath. mask underneath it, so you didn't you didn't catch a Luchador or whatever. Uh, they never washed this thing. I I don't think wrestlers just like mankind. He said that he ended up having to have like two or three masks. He's like, man, you know, like after like the two or. 250th day, you know, he puts on that leather mask. He's like, oh, you yeah. know, because thank he's being, I mean, sweating nonstop. Instant staff infection. Yeah. But uh, I enjoy our challenges. And, 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 and any of the listeners to this podcast, if you have a challenge that you want to see us compete in, you know, I, I played college baseball. This, this gentleman played college basketball. And then golf is kind of our in-between. But I'm thinking we're going to have a bowling challenge coming up. Cro- I'm down with bowling because I, I just went bowling the other day and forgot how much I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. And and and, and we, we have to keep our diet, though. We can't go over, well, I'll, I'll be right back. I'm going to get some pizza. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, so. Um, but bowling food is good. That's gosh. A, that's the most American food you can get, man. You go up to that bowling counter, and they're like, you want a pizza? Do you want hot dogs? Do you want hamburgers? And, man, they're back there, and they got six deep fryers going, you know, for, for your one thing of, uh, you know, French fries. And those fries, those bowling alley crinkle-cut fries, you just can't beat. Seven pounds of salt on them. Yeah, and you know what's funny to me? is it's the greasiest food, and you're out there eating fries and burgers and shoving your hand into the ball, and you wonder why you can't get any grip on it or direction, you know? Yeah. But it's just that's the most American food out there yeah. is the bowling alley food. In, in bowling alleys, we're gonna, I'm going to have to do a Made in America episode on 
bowling alleys. Because Why don't we actually live record in the bowling yeah, alley? Yeah, yeah, and you'd have the bowl, yeah, you know, man, the man. pins falling down in the background. We can do and, it. Absolutely, and, and, uh, and take pictures and video of the guy spraying the shoes. Now, what they do have that we could be on an even plane there, which I have not done, but I'm told it's absolutely amazing because they just built it, is laser tag. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I took the kids and Angelina in there because Dude, we're the, moving to the area. And the game room's amazing. Yeah. So we're, we're really definitely, uh, I just got a message from uh, Tony, our uh, veteran. Uh, he just a uh, message. He may jump on the podcast with us uh, this, uh, this morning, still morning, afternoon, <laughs> barely afternoon. Well, That's he's the thing, in like, Texas, right? Yeah, and I'll, t- I'll say this. Uh, morning for him, yes. Um, golf at 6.30 in the morning. It's, it's great. I'm becoming the biggest fan of it. <laughs> I love it. And, and I, I tell you, it's like, uh, you know, I woke up at 5.30, I'm like, I'm going to play effing golf, you know. Right. And then after I got in the bathroom, started moving around, and you know, I started stretching out. I was like, I'm gonna go play golf, and I'm I'm sure that he's more stiff than me. Yeah, I mean, there's I was. no way. <laughs> I had a bad morning this morning. He's definitely stiff. And after I got out there, I started stretching by my car and put my shoes on. And then I saw you pulling up. I was like, here we go. And you hit that first shot at six thirty in the morning. Yeah. And it just your whole everything just feels right. Yeah, everything was great. And then we're coming back in at nine o'clock, you know, and it's just like full already in the day. We've already had our, our journey of the day. Yeah. Rest of the day before us to go have fun and hang out. And uh yeah, man, I love it. And I I still gotta go work like 10 to 12 hours. Right. <laughs> that's, that's crazy but part I, of see, it. See, I'm playing next Wednesday at Shingle Creek. and I'm, I've never played there. I've never played there either. Tom uh, booked us there, but I'm our tee off time. I was like, Tom, really? 1030. Oh. It, it, 1030. <laughs> You're going to be sweating oh walking my onto gosh. the hole. It's going to be so miserable. So let me look. I'm going to look at the 10-day forecast right now and tell <laughs> you all what I'm having to look forward to. So 1030 in the morning. On the day that we are going, it is a high of 91, 10% chance of rain. That is going to be miserable. Oh. Absolutely miserable. And I guarantee that the humidity will be 400%. Mm. You know, oh my God, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i a big fan of this. And we're going to do this all summer. I don't care. And the only thing that sucks is that... Yeah, the advantage is that we live in Florida where there's a multitude of golf courses. I mean... Within a, th- a stone's throw. Right. Uh, but we choose Willowbrook uh, because it's challenging. Uh, there's water, there's alligators, there's bears and Section 8 housing next door to it. But, I mean, we're, it's it's a good course. Right. And for the price, for the management, uh, the greens are in phenomenal shape. And Just, there's nobody out there. Yeah. And so I think that's my course to go to at uh, – before seven, seven, six thirty to eight o'clock is about my tea time range now. Mm-hmm. Now twilight, if I'm day off and I look and it's like, oh, there's a nice little breeze. It's kind of cool. I might go out. But I'm telling you, man, I really, really, really want to play thirty six with you next time. Yeah, yeah, I, I really want to see what we can do the second trip around. I mean, mm-hmm. we might actually do nine more holes and be like, oh, this, this sucked. <laughs> we just shot. We just shot a sixty three on the front nine. Right. But uh, let's let's get into uh, what this podcast really is about today, and that's Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Memorial Day is uh, just a great. Uh, I don't I don't know if other countries celebrate Memorial Day like we do. 
They have um, different wars that they've fought. Usually it's, uh, you know, remember that time America defeated you, Day. Yeah, it, uh, it should be. <laughs> the thing is, uh, I talked to a lot of veterans over Memorial Day. Uh, we had, at the restaurant uh, managed, we had a lot of bands. Uh, we had over almost 20-something bands this weekend. Uh, that, that, wow. Yeah, and it was awesome. Uh, we had a benefit on Saturday for... Uh, Don Burns, he's one of the local musicians. His wife has cancer, and they did raffles. And they raised twelve thousand five hundred. Dang! And the best part about it is they was built, that a fifty fifty? No, no, that was just all the other stuff. The fifty fifty was like eight, or it ended up being like uh, twelve hundred dollars. And anyways, you know, you give the fifty percent of it to somebody that who it's for, and then the other fifty, everybody, ah, oh, I won. And they did this all day. This lady walking around selling these fifty fifty raffles and. Finally, the guy that won, as soon as he won, he just, as soon as they handed him cash, he just walked over there and handed it to her. Nice. It was so touching, and it just, it, everybody got so emotional, and it was just a great time. And, and, and then he was like, can you recount this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it turned out to be such an amazing event, and, and Joey Foley, you know, one of the local uh, amazing musicians. Former member of NSYNC. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> he did such a wonderful job hosting. He was on the microphone hosting all the bands. Um, so it was just it ended up being just a great thing Tony said he cannot speak to us he's on crappy back roads I think he's out hog hunting oh. so Tony when American. you hear this yeah yeah Tony we need to hear more about your hog hunting you've been just posting non-stop just thank you for eradicating the world's hog population and send us some bacon please. let me tell you I'm not for hunting but I do know when we have invasive species that sometimes it is you know uh, required you know, especially with these pythons that we got out in the, yeah. you know, the Everglades, uh, down in South Florida. Last time I was there in the Keys, they had a big time iguana problem. And then they opened it up to just kill them. Yeah. And they gave you like money for each one you killed. And then the, the iguanas went all away, but they were destroying and eroding the habitat. And like really like not just people, but other animals were in danger of them taking over. Right. And uh, man, I, I've heard that that uh, hogs are really, really destructive. Yes. And I didn't think it, it was, like, true until I went out to um, uh, Circle B Bar Reserve where I walk a lot, and I saw a family of hogs, and I watched them, and they were tearing up everything. Yeah. I mean, everything around them, they were destroying. And I was like, man, if you had a lot of these things out here, you know, I mean, it, it, it would ruin the whole environment and, you know, habitats for other animals and, and the nature and, it, you know, so I don't know. I, I, again, I'm not for hunting, but sometimes I kind of understand that we kind of have to correct the system yeah. and, uh, and maybe, you know, maybe, maybe do that. But I think, oh, yeah, and it's a really good thing for Tony. Cause he's, He's a veteran, and like we've had on our pilot episode, you hear what he does. He's just he's involved in the community, but the the thing he does the most is he eradicates uh, hogs for people. He'll just tell people if you got a hog problem, just call me. I got right. a drone and I got a guns and stuff. Nice, but so I'm sitting here uh, talking to all these veterans over the weekend, and one of my servers said, "Hey, y'all have a happy Memorial Day," and one of the Veterans kind of, you know, signal for me to come over. The One of the guys that I'm friends with named Frog. And uh, he's like, let me tell you. He said, uh, he said, I appreciate the young lady. She's really nice and, and she's she's sweet. But but happy Memorial Day. You, 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 that's, you don't say that. He said, it's just, it's that's the one thing that's 
you know, like Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving. You don't say mm-hmm. Merry Thanksgiving, Happy Christmas. He said, this is one of those that's a little bit more. He said, just wish people to have a good weekend. Mm-hmm. Have a good Memorial Day, you know. You know, remember those that sacrificed. He said, you never put happy. That's the most, um, I guess, easy mistake that everybody uh, makes. It's, But it's it's really hard to differentiate because there's two parts to that, you know. You, you want to remember them, but then you also go, you know, they died for this. So right. we get to celebrate and, and you know, have a, a beer in their honor and have a cookout and enjoy our family and, and, and make, you know, and have a happy day. Right. It's kind of like, a, you know, a funeral. Some people are like, oh, I'm going to go and, and remember them in a somber light. And some people are like, no, let's celebrate yeah. their life. You know, and it, it's kind of a weird, you know, what do you do? Well, kind of moment, well, I looked know? up a bunch of stuff that for Memorial Day that you, you know what you do, you know, you're like you don't, you're not supposed to be the, you know, or have somebody that's Memorial Day police, you know, what you can and can't do. Don't wish anybody a happy Memorial Day. There are dozens of ways you can honor them. Um, don't thank the current troops. That's another one people don't realize. Don't, I mean, it's nice if you do, but Memorial Day is the one day you don't thank the troops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I never thought about it. Uh, don't disgrace the importance of Memorial Day. Don't don't brag about on social media. Oh, I'm going to go out and party and get trashed all weekend. It, people don't realize Memorial Day's really it really needs to be somber. I mean, yeah, everybody's having a good time. Everybody's out on the lake, but at the same time, you you kind of want to be just a little bit uh, somber. Don't forget that it exists either. Don't forget the meaning of Memorial Day. It's different than Veterans Day. Veterans Day is thank you for your service, and you put the missing table out for the missing veteran. And don't ever, this is the number one thing about Memorial Day, don't bring up politics at all. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you want to say uh, that was nice of Biden to go and lay a wreath, or that was nice of Trump to go and lay the wreath at this, this soldier's grave, that's fine. That's fine. Just, you, you know, don't bring up politics other than that. Don't say, oh, you know, Memorial Day would be better if we didn't have this stupid president. Nah, don't do that. Right. Because you know? there are people that. It's literally the commander yeah. in chief of yeah. the armed forces. I know. And, and yeah. If you like yeah. him or you don't like him, just, you know, just show respect on that one day. Um, a lot of things that people don't know about Memorial Day, things that we're, we're, we take for granted that we're supposed to do. Um, fly a flag. That's the number one thing. Fly a flag. If you got a flag, fly it on Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. You know, don't fly the one that's don't tread on me and all that stuff, but American flag. Yeah, um, now, preferably the the American flag, not the Confederate right. flag of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, as far as, like, Christianity is concerned, uh, it is important for a lot of people to say a prayer on Memorial Day for the families that have lost somebody. A lot of people forget you know, oh, everybody prays at lunch or or before bed or this, that, and the other. You pray fam. This is one of those ones where, like, if kind of like the Christmas table or the Thanksgiving table, somebody's going to lead, you know, in a Memorial Day prayer. Um, take a White House virtual tour. Or okay. if you're there, that's another good uh, thing that people don't know about Memorial Day is that uh, apparently the White House used to have a lot of tours on Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like the president or former presidents all around just kind of opening their house. Plus, uh, people forget there's sometimes local cemeteries of, uh, right. you know, uh, soldiers. I don't know if you've seen the TikTok, but let me let me just interject with this. One of my favorite TikToks, one of my favorite TikTok um, accounts is a uh, lady that goes around to different um, graveyards 
and finds soldiers that have served in the United States Army, and she repairs their grave. So oh, like, that's so the, amazing. like literally there's like, you know, uh, you know, algae and stuff overgrowing. You can't even read the names 90% of the time. And she sits there and sprays it all down and has a big scrub brush, scrubs it up. She'll even like pull it up. If it's leaning in the dirt, she'll pull it up, place it right. And, and I mean, these graves look brand new and and it's so crazy to me because you'll see like you know private first class uh you know daryl daryl weatherby and it'll say that you know he lived until uh 1942 you know died in world war ii or you know or something like that and uh and we just forgot about him they're buried in their hometowns they're not in a well manicured arlington cemetery and people have you know their family has forgotten about him they don't you know sometimes they didn't have descendants and so this tiktok account and i wish i knew what it was but they literally go around and shows her she just has a mission and think about this it costs nothing i mean literally just the chemicals to go clean it in the time and she probably does it in an hour you know she sprays it with like a bleach solution scrubs it with her hands sprays it again kind of arranges everything throws some flowers down you know a cool on and and i'm like man what a what a nice gesture you just never see stuff like that and that's my next point is it it a visit a cemetery. This is another Memorial Day tradition that needs to be done. I and mean, a lot of people do. A lot of people don't. Um, a lot of people will. And, and what was the kid last year that was uh, in the year before? Every year this one kid uh, goes and puts uh, flags on every single uh, veteran's grave. And uh, he, he does that over in Tampa. I don't a, know. He's a good kid. Too. I've seen him in the news a few times. And that's another thing. Donate flowers. Uh, if you have time to donate flowers, uh, donate flowers to uh, the veterans, to uh, people that are going to go put them on graves, or just, you know, take it to, uh, you know, a memorial. Set the flowers by the memorial, just by the memorial, just to let, you know, people know. And show it just shows respect, you know. Like, here's the thing about that. I wish that we could have gone on Memorial Day to see the – Vietnam Memorial. Uh, I've been. I've I mean, been we, not on you, Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah. We both did when we went to D.C. Yeah, and I've been to the traveling one. It's actually in Melbourne right yeah. now. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell everybody, and if, if you've never been to Washington, D.C., if you've never been to our nation's capital to see some of these war memorials, every state has a war memorial. I encourage you to go out and just stand there. Just, just to look at it, read some names, just to show that you show respect. And don't forget what you, I mean, the fact that we're able to have this podcast and say whatever we want. I'm not being policed by the government right now. They may be listening. They may be laughing. But Mm -hmm. we have the right to do that because of the people (laughs) that sacrificed, Mm -hmm. the ones that I'm talking about. And and that speaks volumes. If you think about the situation in North Korea, you think about the situation possibly in Russia. I don't know how far... Uh, podcast go in Russia. I don't mm-hmm. know how much uh, freedom of speech you really have over there, mm-hmm. but the fact that we we've have, been censored in Russia, yeah, and we, they just mailed you a muffin to eat. Nothing's yeah. wrong with it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel very humble that, like, just looking around the studio and and seeing that ev- all of this was made possible by somebody's sacrifice. Yeah, and that's that's to speak volumes. Um, also. For the, the newest tradition of, of, of being on Memorial Day, pay tribute on social media. 
Mm-hmm. You have a voice. Say thank you. Thank you for all the ones that gave their life. Right. Now, one of my favorite things about growing up as a kid uh, going into Memorial Day was spending time at my grandmother's and the cookout. And my family were real big fishermen. Okay. So we we did a lot of fish fries. So you know, oh, that's good you know that we're, the ladies are going to go get some hamburgers and some hot dog and stuff. I got to ask you though, flour or cornmeal breading? On uh, fish fries? Yep. Cornmeal. Okay, good. Yeah, Just yeah. checking. Just I mean, we do sure. we do the batter too, but I mean, mm-hmm. that's only a few of them. We give a little option, but it's mainly cornmeal. Yeah. Like my uncles would go out and my that's dad, the stuff. they would go and fish early in the morning, catch catch a good limit. If they didn't, the week before, they had the, the fillets in the in the freezer. Right. And we're thawing them. We're, we're eating by 3 o'clock. We've got games going on the kids you know we would all play hide and seek while the adults are all you know having a couple of beers and the ladies are all looking at probably you know, doing adults i look back and i'm looking at what the adults say i'm like man they had a great time i didn't know because we were having a good time mm-hmm. there was never drama it was one of the greatest activities uh ever then later that evening it starts getting dark we're outside playing hide and seek still or playing kick the can or whatever and fireflies oh yeah i think they must be like getting close to extinct because i remember them every day of every no they're summer. still up north they're not as much down south. i see them every once in a while. last time i went to texas i saw a few fireflies but not like we would all catch like 50 of them in a jar piece it was so cool and you're like oh cool so some of the things that um um activities that uh, uh families can do together besides just cook and that's one of the number one that's actually the number one activity that happens on memorial day is family gatherings uh the second is uh parades and uh the other one what was the other one um do people do here's the interesting thing i've always wondered is it a firework holiday uh it can be and it's it's not because i did did go to walmart and see fireworks out before memorial day and i thought if were they really pushing for july 4th because that's the next major holiday like that or was it it can be i think you can you really can uh it it, i've never really noticed i mean maybe if you're having us they're having a special memorial day gathering but i just i didn't hear any fireworks over the weekend right I, i guess i guess you can um so there's a there's a a guy a retired Air Force veteran from Jensen Beach, a Jack Wada. Jack Wada. He okay. says bluntly, Memorial Day does not honor veterans who came home. The sole purpose of Memorial Day is to honor those who made the ultimate sacrifice and gave their lives in defense of this country. That is just well said. That's the best way you can and do it. Absolutely. Um, and it gives a couple of things you can say. I'm not going to say all this to people, but enjoy your weekend. But I want you to know that I will be remembering what this holiday is about. I'm not saying that to the hundred people that come through my restaurant, but I do say have a good weekend. I never say happy Memorial Day. Um, what are your What did your family do uh, like on Memorial Day? Because I know your your grandpa. You know he's a he's a he's a patriot yeah he's well he's a veteran yeah i mean uh we we um and he lost his uh brother in uh vietnam so you know his name's on the wall we've scratched that name and and uh gone and seen it it was pretty cool pretty i mean i won't say cool it was just neat to see his family represented but uh you know here's the thing man it's it's um we just did do the the cookouts. I mean, that's all we did. Little pulled pork, little family get together. You know, it's about uh, less is uh, about you know remembering 
as much as it is just being happy. And I know that you're supposed to say not be a happy Memorial Day, but just to be around family and, you know, in the back of your mind, you're thankful that that, that, that you're here, you know, and you don't realize how intense that kind of stuff is. You know, I've listened to a lot of old time radio, as you know, and uh, I was listening the other day and they did since it was the anniversary of uh, D-Day. So the anniversary of D-Day came up and um oh sorry the anniversary of d-day came up and uh they actually played the broadcast of you know uh this morning at a uh, you know 7 45 a.m our soldiers uh, went to and uh you know uh, invaded uh, normandy beach and you know many casualties were lost our soldiers our brave soldiers are on the and you can just like you put yourself in that time period man you know there's so many brothers and husbands that were lost a lot of people didn't come back it's it's really sad you know to think about it but it's crazy that we we are able to you know uh be here now because of you know their sacrifice and it's 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 awesome you know well it's so, weird there's a over speaking of normandy i just saw this thing they did this last weekend they had a this these artists went out to normandy beach omaha you know utah all those and and got these silhouettes these cut out silhouettes, put them on the beach and, you know, just rake the sand to, mm-hmm. to, so you, you know, show the disturbed sand. So then they lift up the silhouette. There's, you see this body and mm. they did thousands of them. The, the wow. number of all the people that were lost on D-Day and it just, they just show this beach and you see all these body silhouettes all over and you just think about it. Like Dude, there's have no you ever movie. played Medal of Honor? Yeah, I did. Okay, so did you ever play that Normandy Beach uh, scene in the beginning of Medal yeah. of Honor? There, I mean, there's the crazy thing to me, and it's it's so eye opening, is you're sitting there and you're going across the water, you know, it's going just up and down, and and then they're like, "All right, it's time," you know, and they drop the side, and everybody in front of you just gone. Yeah, I mean, like that. And you're getting hit, and you're jumping into the water, and you're you're moving so slow. And I'm in a video game, and I die like instantly. And yeah. It's like try again, and you're like, you know, these, these people, people didn't, didn't get to try, try again. again. No. This was it. Yeah, man. But it's it's that one. I remember playing that video game, and that opened my eyes to Normandy more than any movie I'd done because I was like, this is so hard. I was like, I can't imagine. Like I'm sitting there, literally, like putting up the scope and like looking, and I, all I see is machine gun nests just lighting up. And I don't have a clear shot. I'm in the water. I'm literally just, it, it was it was a roll of the dice of can I survive, you know? Yeah. And that's those people didn't think twice about it. Just it, it's, jumped in the water and, and away they went. It's so humbling because I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have, my dad raised me because he was just a World War II historian. He grew up during World War II as a child. And he instilled in me, you know, you respect your veterans. You respect more than anything the fallen. Yeah. And I will, you know, I've met prisoners of war that that my dad introduced me to. And just thinking about the sacrifices that people make. And Memorial Day, it should be a whole week. Think about what it takes. There's just people that went over there, you know, like, for instance, the football player. You know, from the Cardinals. Yeah. Went over. I keep forgetting his name, man. Yeah, Pat Tillman. Yeah, Pat Tillman. Mm -hmm. And even though he died a friendly fire, man, you know, that dude, I'm sure, had planned on going over there, doing what he had to do, knowing that he would have died. He could have died. He didn't know it was going to be by his his own people. But 
he there was somewhere in his head he was coming home to his wife and he was going to get back into football and unfortunately that didn't happen and that's yeah, the man. thing that people don't think is that when these people get on the bus or when these people leave and they go to boot camp there's a chance they may never come back oh yeah and that's the part that that i think the younger generation need to start really focusing on when they say those goodbyes back then it was they had letters that was it you wrote a letter and you well i hope he gets this and gets to read it right you know mm-hmm. and there's some What's really sad, there's some over there during World War II that, that wrote home or during Vietnam, they wrote home. And when the letter got to the house, there was a guy showing up either that day or the day before or maybe even the day after with a letter from the government saying, hey, sorry, he didn't make it. Right. So, you know, Memorial Day, you know, for me is to to really put emphasis on what what it is that we have and what we lost to get it. And it's... It's the most courageous thing ever to um, to give your life to one's country. All right, uh, let's uh, let's go into idiots in the news. Idiots in the news. Idiots in the news is brought to you by drugs. Because if you do drugs, you'll be an idiot. In the news. Get in here. Coming in. Y'all want to buy some drugs? Well, this first one is I not. Just, I just want to see the guy's face when he recorded that. <laughs> <laughs> it's brought to you by drugs. <laughs> <laughs> he had to read it a few times. I, I love it. Um, this is just good news about idiots in the news because uh, one of my favorite people, Snoop Dogg, Calvin Brodus, um, and Kevin Hart are putting together a show. Um, Kevin Hart's putting together a comedy sports news, and Snoop Dogg is developing a series about the world's dumbest criminals. Nice. And I kind of started thinking about this when I read this. Are they going to just smoke weed and talk about it? And <laughs> That'd be awesome. Snoop Dogg has had to have, growing up in Long Beach and, and being in the street scene and, and gangs and stuff, He's had to have seen the dumbest crap that you could possibly think of. Dumb criminals. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, just it just gets uh, ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just e- e- eager to see this. It's going to be produced by NBC Universal streaming service. Um, and it just looks out. It looks uh, it's going to be on the Laugh Out Loud network, too. So, oh, really? Cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Now, recently, um, I don't know if you paid attention to what happened in Volusia County. I mean, let's go Florida. Once again, right, we're going right, to make the right. news. Um, so Volusia County, they had a group home. You know what a group home yeah. is? Okay. You know, sometimes kids fall through the crack And this, in this story, strictly the more I look into it, the more, and I think is that these kids just had bad raising, bad influences their whole life. And it's all culminated to this point. A 12-year-old and a 14-year-old broke out of a um, group home and went and broke into a house. And in this house were some guns. Oh. And when they broke into the house, the cops go over there to arrest the burglars and instead are in a standoff with a 12- and 14-year-old gunfire. You got to be kidding. With an AK 47, a handgun, a shotgun, and a large amount of uh, ammunition. Here's the thing 
the little girl came out with in the garage and just like she was Tony Montana with a <laughs> shotgun shooting at the cops. Oh, and man. So finally, one of the cops just, I guess, looked at the situation and said, you know what? I'm not dying for a kid today. We've given them, they, they tried. They tried desperately to get them to stop, to come out, be peaceful, and they kept firing. Every time they tried to negotiate, they'd fire at them. So finally, the officer put her down. Did not kill her. Mm-hmm. Put her in critical condition. Rushed her to the hospital. She had emergency surgery. She is in stable condition. Can't they use like beanbag like bullets? And yeah, stuff? but rubber I, bullets. I think at this point it was one of those. I think those you have to kind of be in closer proximity. Mm. Uh, yeah, and I do agree. Maybe rubber bullets could have been involved, but at the time and what was going on in the situation, they didn't know what to do. And they these kid they were telling these kids. I mean, a fourteen year old can be tried as an adult, and I'm sure that they will try that girl as an adult yeah the 12 year old um had the uh uh ak-47 i know i'm like what is a 12 year old (laughs) pulling up an ak-40 that's just cute you know whatever so they told the investigators are you ready for this they they told the investigators that they got in that situation because they uh played a lot of Grand Theft Auto. Wow, and they just thought, let me break into a house and start shooting people? Well, yeah, when they had the guns and then the police standoff, they were like, oh, I guess I got four stars. I better, (laughs) you know, I better do something. And it's just, this is one of those where it's like, okay, now uh, I am the Republican side that says don't take guns. Mm -hmm. You're the, the side that's like, no, we need gun control. And somewhere in the middle, we need to evaluate mental health. And how these kids, I mean, come on. Yeah, but there's also a lot of guns in this house. I know. And obviously, they weren't properly locked away. Yeah. I mean, if, you just gotta, if they can use the AK-47 and the shotgun and everything like and that, they didn't have locks where's on the them? locks? Yeah. So. I don't know that, I don't know the, uh, it doesn't say in the story the condition, like, did they use a crowbar to break in, you know, to it or whatever, but mm-hmm. uh, I digress, so... Yeah, that was uh, my favorite. Uh, Here's another story. This comes out of uh, Spokane, Washington. This one I'm also going to be bringing up on uh, our other podcast. This is a Mm D-Hall. Definitely, this is uh, the dumbest thing. Um, So, we're a family in Spokane, Washington is demanding that the school administrator be removed after he suggested he could segregate two black middle school students who were directed to clean freshly picked cotton as part of a classroom assignment so taylor skidmore assistant principal offered to remove 14 year old twins from their social study class when the mother called ray concerns about the ac the aclu and everybody is in uh and this this somebody somebody's getting a massive yes somebody's getting a check out of this and somebody's probably losing their job uh i know spokane washington just does not seem like a teacher's union kind of state like new york or on your on on crime my car podcast we did a story before where they did these simulations Mm -hmm. and remember they were like hey we're gonna this we're is what sit, it's like. This is yeah. what it's like back yeah. then. So we're going to put y'all in these situations. And it was very uncomfortable. And this is one of those situations. I mean, what are you thinking? I mean, what are you... Are Here's my two... My question. Is there... There's And there's no right answer to this. Is the person just that dumb? 
or are they just that racist? Yeah, it. I mean, or is it both? Are they dumb and racist? But I, I just, I find it so hard to believe that this day and age, stuff like this can still happen, and in their mind, they're just thinking that nothing's going to come of it. <laughs> it says on May third, the the twins said their fifth period social studies teacher took out a box of raw cotton and told the class they were going to see who could clean cotton fastest. <sighs> now. My family had a cotton gin in Corsicana, Texas. Uh, and my family is too poor to, to afford slaves or whatever. Now, if they were going to do a project of cleaning cotton, it would I would have had the entire class, you know, be involved in that. This is the process of cleaning cotton. When I was young, we did that. Yeah. We actually got handed cotton with seeds in it, and it was a lesson on the cotton gin. It was, uh, I remember it distinctly, second grade or third grade, everybody got a little thing of cotton and it had actual seeds in it, and we were pulling it out by hand, and they're like, see how hard that is? You know, this is why this invention revolutionized, you know, we didn't learn about where it came from yet. We didn't learn about who was the ones actually cleaning it yeah. yet and, and what they were enduring. But uh, it was a lesson more on the invention than anything. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but still, you know, again, it's just, are you stupid or are you racist? Yeah. <laughs> and just this is a missed opportunity to actually uh, do the right thing. But uh, the teacher keeps kept saying, we don't need slaves anymore. One of the girls said, and that really hurt because it felt like she was saying there was a time when slavery was okay. Yeah. Um, the twins have been <sighs> out of school. Seems to me like a lot of people need fired on this one. Yeah, these <laughs> twins have been out of school since the cotton lesson and do not feel comfortable going back until the incident is addressed. In addition, the, uh, uh, the, the family is asking for the administrators and the school district to apologize. How hard? May 3rd, and they still haven't. A- right. Just say all you have to do is just say I'm sorry. We made somebody that works for us made a mistake. We're sorry for this incident. That's mm-hmm. all it takes. Sometimes that's all people really want to hear. But I, I hear I hear a paycheck getting very big after this. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to uh, our awesome American Made podcast. Uh, also, I want to uh, if you get a chance if you're listening to this today after you hear this. If you run into a veteran, thank them. Right. Thank a veteran. Where It's past Memorial Day at this point. Thank them. Each and day. Let's, let's not high five and go, hey, man, Memorial Day, hell yeah, and then give them a exactly. slap on the ass. Let's not do that. Yes. <laughs> and just remember, you know, veterans, people in the military, people that go overseas to serve our country, they, they deserve all the credit in the world, and we wouldn't be the same without them. I am the Angry Texan. This is Devin Seabold. Devin, what do you got coming up, brother? Oh, man. Uh, got Leesburg this coming weekend. And then um, I've got uh, Tampa Side Splitters. I'm opening for Sean Finnerty actually next Saturday. Oh, yeah. He was on uh, uh, Late Night, wasn't he? Late Show with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. Yep. Yeah, Sean's a really funny guy. A great dude to hang out with. I encourage you, if you get a chance, go over and check this show out, Side Splitters. Uh, you'll love talking to these two fellas and uh we'll we'll be back here check out uh crying in my car podcast for teachers our flagship show and we will talk to you folks very shortly y'all have a good if you had a good time give us a hell yeah yeah. 
email us at AmericanMadePodcast at gmail.com. You can also find The Angry Texan on Facebook at The Angry Texan Comedian, Twitter at The Real Angry Texan, YouTube at The Angry Texan, Instagram at The Real Angry Texan. 